Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Guidance with Gab. Today I want to go and guide us through hope. And by us, I mean you guys and I mean me. Because I'm planning on being as real as possible on all of the podcast and not preaching this like love and light. Like I want to be real and honest. And with love and light comes a lot of darkness and a lot of heaviness. Yeah, a lot of heaviness. And I think this episode will be really good for not only listeners, but for myself as well. And the best part of being a teacher, I know I'm not really a teacher, but taking a role as a teacher is being a student also. And learning from what other people have to share after they listen to this, what what they're going to tell me about it and their thoughts And also practicing what I preach. And every time I come on here and I talk about something like this, it feels really silly for me to not practice it. So maybe this episode will be really helpful for all of us. (laughs) I'm already like, meh, I'm sad, but that's okay. I really want to talk about hope. And I think this just randomly came to me. I'm not sure why I remember that I wrote a journal entry on hope. Big journal gal over here, if you haven't heard. (laughs) Um, I wrote a journal entry about it a while ago. Friday the 13th of, let's see, August. And it randomly came to my mind today. And I was like, what a better thing to talk about than something you have so little of right now. So I want to start off with... The journal entry that I wrote, it is a little wonky, not going to lie. And again, I'm for all the people that are going to have comments about like, be careful of what you share and don't overshare and all that stuff. Like I respect it. I appreciate it. But I want to be super real. And I wrote this while I was um, on some psychedelics feeling great. And I think that those have been a part of my life that have had an impact on me. So that's not something I want to hide. And that's something I'm willing to share. And if someone doesn't like it, then you can stop listening. So that's okay. So um, I'm going to read it. And it doesn't fully make sense when I just read it straight out. Some of the parts I was like, what did you even mean? But I'm going to go into what I meant. And once I deciphered it, I was like, oh, okay. I get what you're saying, girl. All right. So hope is something many people long for and wish they had. Something I, at times, have begged for. What a privileged, strange feeling to face hope and know you cannot wish her away, but kind of don't want her there. Is grounding healing for unwanted hope? To come to reality, face it, see it, and decide the hope doesn't need to be present because the current is here for a reason. Maybe we can change the direction of hope. Instead of hoping for a specific outcome, We hope that our current path will lead us to our destiny. We have the hopeful energy. We can transform it. We create our own reality. Shift the focus. (laughs) Shit the focus. No. Shift the focus of the hope. I literally can't be serious. Um, I don't hope for a person to come back because I only want people who should and are meant to be back. My ego wants them to be back, to feel the power, the want, and desire My soul doesn't need that. I must transfer the hope from my ego to my soul. I hope for and believe 
that what is meant for me will find me in due time. I will continue to flow. Boom, drops mic. All right, yeah, so not all of that probably made sense, especially the beginning. So I want to go into that. Um, so hope, again, it is something to feel privileged for. And um, yeah, especially times like this when I'm reading it back and I don't have a lot of hope in a specific aspect. Um, it's something that I'm like, damn, I wish I had a little more of that right now. So I, I was aware when I was writing the, writing this that this was a feeling so many people want and so many people are desperately craving me being one of those people right now. So it was hard for me to feel a sense of hope and not want it. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this, this energy that I have in me right now? And any energy can be transformed. So how am I going to use this, but for a different reason? And what I meant by the grounding, I read this sentence like a hundred times when I was uh, reading this back, is grounding healing for unwanted hope. I kept reading that and I was like, what the heck were you saying? And when I read the next sentence of facing it and seeing it and deciding it doesn't have to be, um, like it doesn't need to be present because the current is here for a reason. The It's accepting that the present is happening. <laughs> sorry oh my god I totally shouldn't have done that um the present is happening for a reason and everything is happening for a reason right now and when I get more grounded I start to realize what is in front of me and I start to become more present in noticing what is actually happening in my life and what I'm not creating in my mind because when you're not grounded and rooted and like fully on the floor and you're letting your your mind go wild you're the bunch of tree branches you're not grounded anymore you're just the leaves you're falling all over the place you're blowing all over the place (laughs) blowing all over the place um you get a little crazy in your head and your thoughts get so confused with reality and reality like you don't know what's true what's factual what's your thoughts what other people said what you said what could have happened what is happening what did happen like Jeez, even thinking about it, it stresses me out. So in grounding yourself, you really know how the hope feels inside of you and what to do with it. And that also comes with a lot of acceptance. And I think grounding and acceptance are really interconnected. And with acceptance, like we need to first accept that we have hope and what we have it for, and why we may not want it for that specific thing. And this may be really confusing. I I hope I'm being clear on like why you might not want hope. So I'm just going to give a quick example of it um, that I talk about for the bottom. Um, So if you hope for like an expectation that you kind of know you shouldn't be hoping for, what are you supposed to do with that energy? Um, Again, I always relate back to relationship things because for me, they're the easiest to understand, Um, whether it's a friendship or intimate relationship. Regardless, I think they're really easy to understand. So you can want someone to come back into your life, but is that is that what you want? (laughs) Like you could be hoping they come back, but what why are you hoping they come back? Are you hoping they come back because you want to be with them or because you just want to not feel rejected 
And I think I've had hope in those senses of like, I hope they do this, but, but not for the right reason. I'm not hoping they come back and I'm not hoping for all of these expectations that I might not even want. So yeah, that's kind of like to explain what I'm talking about and maybe hoping for something that you may not want to happen and not wanting the hope there. Like you feel a little silly sometimes when you have so much hope still left inside of you. Um, the other day I had an issue with, um, applying to jobs and something really disappointed me. And, um, the first thing that I thought about was how silly I felt. (laughs) I was like, wow, I feel so silly for having so much hope in this. And that's another good example of not wanting hope. Like, sometimes you're like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to have hope. Like, I'm giving up. I don't want to feel that right now because it makes you feel a little silly sometimes. It makes you, at least for me, and I know that it's wrong, but it made me feel dumb for having the hope um, that things could be a certain way and I knew deep down maybe they weren't going to be. But yeah, that's another pretty good example of that. So back to deciphering my little coded (laughs) message that I tried to write when I was feeling lovely. Um, And then I kind of go into having hopeful energy um, that we can transform it and we can create our own reality. And instead of hoping for specific outcomes, we can just hope that our current path will lead us to our destiny. So this is why I think hope is really tricky because it deals with expectations. You're never just hoping for the most part for like, I don't know, life to to work out. (laughs) That's super vague. You're always hoping and wishing for something stable, something tangible, something clear that you can see. And even when I looked up like the true definitions of hope, uh, the first one was a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And then the verb for that one was want something to happen. And another one, which I thought was really way more interesting, was a feeling of trust. So how can we transform hope from a feeling of expectation and desire and this like crave and this want for a certain specific thing to happen and transform it to its other definition of a feeling of trust because a feeling of trust includes detachment and surrendering when you trust and have belief in either you or someone else or in divine you're surrendering you're letting go you're not so caught up in what it's going to give you and what you're going to get from it and what you can obtain You're more focused on just letting it happen the way it's meant to play out because you know it's in your best interest and the universe is always working in your best interest. Even when it feels like it's not, she is. And um, yeah, any type of energy that we have is transformable. I think I've talked about it in the emotions one and being aware. And yeah, I say and a lot too. Mm, mm. I wish I could just cut out like certain words, but that would make me sound really choppy and not nice. So, yes, back to hope. (laughs) Back to hope, everyone. I'm so sorry if you're listening 
I'm so sorry. Mid mental breakdown. So, um, how are we going to transform hope from an expectation to trust? How can we do that? So, first step is just being aware of the hope and just following the guidelines of the acceptance. So, for that one, it was knowing that we have the hope, knowing what we have it for, why we may not want it for that specific thing, and what we can move it towards. So it's easy to see, like, I don't want to hope for this thing because I don't want to be let down. I don't want to experience disappointment. So I don't want to wish for this specific thing to happen. So what can I put that hope towards? If I don't want it for that specific thing, what can I move it towards for it to be a little less um, potentially disappointing and potentially let you down? Like, where can I move that energy for? Um I thought the definitions were really interesting online. I was like, wow, it's really straight up in expectation or desire. Like, it's straight up just a want, which I thought was really cool and interesting. So, um, detachment and expectations are probably, like, the theme of my life once I've stepped into, like, the spiritual world. Detachment and codependency were the first things that really struck me as, like, I need to change my mindset and my life right now. <laughs> like, what I'm doing is not working for me. And detachment, shit, that hit home. That hit home on every aspect for me. Literally every part of my life was some form of attachment. Even if it was decently healthy, it was still an attachment, which I was not fond of. So I made that change. Um, so we just need to be mindful on how to detach from the expectations that we have with hope and when you detach from expectations you'll find what you were looking for and if it's not what you were looking for it's probably something better like something that was looking for you um maybe you were meant to find each other whatever it is whether it's a person a job a journey a new experience when we start to detach from from looking and we start to just trust and have the hope in in a general thing like hoping the universe is working for our destiny and hoping we're on the right path and hoping for things to fall together it becomes a little easier to let go of that close need for things to happen that strong, strong desire for things to happen that we don't need. Oh my gosh, I looked up. Bro, that was so weird. Oh my gosh, sorry. I got so distracted. I Maybe I'm seeing stuff. I thought I saw smoke. Oh my goodness, that was so scary. Wow, I just went to check. Okay, no, I think we're good. That was weird. Maybe this is like some spiritual sign or maybe I'm just like literally going crazy. Anyway, back to hope. Um, I hope that that is not smoke. <laughs> I hope that there is not a fire. Um, yeah, so detachment. Yeah, so how are we going to detach from all of those things? Um, biggest tip, of course, always journal it out, talk it out, and really come to, like, go through the stages of all of it and decide what would be best for your mental and emotional health to like what is the new goal gonna be for hope what is our new new prize that we're putting hope in 
just really think about what you want from it and release the expectation that it should be giving you something you know um yeah i'm gonna go on to the next part of my my hope section so um i read that part we have the hopeful energy we have to transform it to make our own reality something i so annoyingly say all the time um shift the focus of the hope i don't hope for a person to come back because i only want people who should and are meant to be back So in that moment, I really just, my ego wanted someone to come back because of probably not even the best reasons, but um, it would have just felt good to know I was wanted. But is that what my soul needed? Did I need someone to come back to make me feel good, (laughs) to make me feel wanted? No, no. My soul didn't need that. My soul wants what is best for me and what's working for me and what's acting in my highest like power. It's not it's not wanting instant gratification. It's not wanting validation. It's wanting what's meant for me. And we all know how it feels to want something we don't need or we shouldn't want. Like I'm sure we've all been stuck there where we're like, oh, I really don't want to want this, but I do, and I'm going to keep hoping for it. And, like, I know it probably shouldn't happen, but even if it does, I'm probably going to feel a little good. This is going to be great. But, like, the other side of you is like, yeah, no, no, we need that to stop. Someone, mm-mm, interjection, nope, we need that to stop. We've all been there, especially with people when all your friends are like, no, no, don't go back. And you're like, yeah, but like, what if I just like go over to hang out? No, you're not going to hang out. That's not what's going to happen. You all know what I'm saying, even if I'm not making sense. You know what I'm saying. So on to the next part that will maybe make a little more sense. Um, I don't hope for that. So my ego wants them to be back, to feel the power, to feel the want and desire My soul doesn't need that, and I stick by all of that. So kind of like I said before, your ego is the part of you that's going to want things, especially like power and control and things on such a surface level, level, (laughs) on a surface level level. That's what your ego wants. But your soul has so much more compassion and so much more authenticity And true desire for, uh, like, leveling up. Your soul just wants to improve and level up and grow and evolve. Your ego is there to satisfy you on this plane, on this earth, in this lifetime. It's not thinking about the previous ones and all that healing. It's not thinking about the next ones. Your ego is really focused on what feels good now. Really heavy on instant gratification. And in that moment for me, my ego so just wanted to feel that like power and that everyone wants to be desired. No one's sitting at home like, yeah, I just like don't care if someone doesn't want me. Like, no, it doesn't feel that good. It doesn't feel that good, especially for your ego. Your soul on the other hand might be like, yeah, no, I don't I don't really care because I genuinely don't care because I'm a soul and I'm a bad bitch and uh, I create my own reality. But no, your ego is going to want that. It's going to want it bad and you need to know how to connect your soul and your ego to form like a, like a little game plan when you have the hope that you know you shouldn't want. 
Because then you're going to start, like, battling against each other, like, mentally. Because you're, like, it'll be, like, the little angel and devil on your shoulders. Your soul is, like, no, release the expectation. And the devil is, like, no, we want it. We want the power. We want the control. We're going to have so much power over this person when they come back. Oh, my God, we need it. But then your soul is, like, no, no, we don't want to act out of bad, bad, uh, something, anything. We don't want to be bad. We want to be good. And it just becomes a whole thing, a whole thing in your head. And we don't want that. We want to be stable and secure. Clearly something I'm not right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So how are we going to how are we going to make those two work together, your soul and your ego? So some things I like to do when this happens is read. I know that sounds silly, but reading something especially spiritual. Thich Nhat Hanh is my favorite author. He's a Vietnamese monk. Um Anything regarding compassion and love and your soul's destiny really takes me out of the ego mindset. And it helps me acknowledge the present. It helps me acknowledge like, yeah, your ego is here and your ego wants this and that is okay. We're not going to be mad at it. Like we're not going to be angry at our feelings of wanting this. That is totally normal. But our soul knows for our highest selves that we don't we don't need that right now we don't need to entertain the soul's wants we need to tap into what's best for us and I genuinely find reading things like that to help me out because sometimes when I write it's like I'm I'm feeding both my soul and my ego I'm letting out anger and I'm letting out like hope and I'm letting out peace and then I'm letting out even more frustration and pissed off energy and it's just like a jumble when you're working with both of them and being aware of both your soul and your ego's like actions I guess your consciousness I shouldn't be saying like soul but like your your consciousness but anyway um yeah reading really helps with that if you need any book recommendations that are more spiritual and I'm not even going to say spiritual just more about love compassion moving with a sense of authenticity in your life moving with a kind soul I have a bunch of good books on all that because that's what I try to fill my uh, fill my mind with and down to the last part of what I wrote so I must transfer the hope from my ego to my soul I hope for and believe that what is meant for me will find me in due time I will continue to flow and for the I will continue to flow, it's so important to remember to not be your own roadblock, especially with hope, especially with anything in life. You don't want to be your own roadblock. You don't want to be kicking your own ass on accident. You don't want to be standing in your own way. You don't want to be standing in the universe's way of doing work. We can sit here and ask the universe and ask our spirit guides and ask higher powers, whether it's universe or God or multiple gods whatever it may be we can sit there and ask all we want but if we're gonna stand in the way of them doing their work what good is that gonna be we need to release and surrender and have that trust and hope in them and in us that we can let go and when I'm saying that I must transfer the hope from my ego to my soul I'm just saying basically what I've said for the past 23 minutes and 47, 48, 49 seconds. 
um, that our, that was so silly. <laughs> um, so yeah, we must transfer it from our ego to our soul. We must learn to acknowledge both of them, respect both of them, not be against either of them, and use the powerful energy of hope to benefit us and to benefit our true destiny and our path and not our not our ego trying to play games with us. Yeah, so a lot of the times we just wish for outcomes but not for what's meant to be. And it's really important to remember the big picture and not instant gratification. Instant gratification has also been a really big topic um, the past year, I guess, because of a situation I've been in where we would always talk about what is worth it and what's not worth it. So many things, whether it's um, eating a certain food, sleeping with a certain person, doing a certain action, it might feel good in the moment, but is it worth your growth and is it is it supporting your growth or is it taking you back down? And I'll probably go into it on another episode because there's like a lot that plays into instant gratification and and I think especially America, it's all like America. <laughs> sorry. It's all um I need to stop saying sorry. Ah. Um yeah, it's all about instant gratification and what we can get and need right now. And we're not looking at the big picture of not even life, but our soul's journey throughout all of our lives. But again, that's also people's preference and their belief system, which I'm open to and accepting of belief systems. As long as they're not harming other people, then I am open to hearing any uh, new belief systems and I'm not judging anyone's ideas on life and the soul's journey. So I hope you guys got something from this little uh, excerpt on expert, excerpt, 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 extrovert (laughs) of hope. Um, I found it a little helpful, at least in my situation right now, to talk about hope and to find a little bit of a reminder in all of this that the universe is on my side and I need to release the expectation. Right now I'm struggling a lot with a job and finding something true to my soul's purpose, but also one that wants me and is going to make my life not financially stressful. And that's a bit of a challenge. That's something I've been going through right now. Um, So I need to release the expectation of receiving a certain job or a certain outcome and just allow life to flow. Like I said at the end of my little letter I wrote to who knows who. Um, And I just need to let it flow and I need to let the universe take her control. I can't sit here and stress about what I can't control. I'm putting in my effort of what I need to. I'm not going to go so far. I feel myself just going down the rabbit hole of oversharing right now and I'm just going to stop. But I'm doing my part and I just need to wait for the universe to work with me, to give me, not give me, but provide me with what is meant for me and not what I think I want right now. Because maybe what I truly want right now is not what I need for my soul's journey. And that's okay. And I want to say thank you again to everyone that listens and the people that message me with any sort of like, I listen to this and you help me in this way. Or even just saying you listen makes me really happy. (laughs) And 
it gives me the hope to keep doing this and following my soul's purpose that I think it is anyway and not give up on trying to add a little light to a world that could be so dark sometimes. So I appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate the people that give me feedback. Um, I'm grateful for everyone. And thank you for listening. And I hope we all have a little more hope after listening to this. Thank you so much and have a good night.